Sincerely Living podcast. This podcast is created for you, mothers, fathers, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, and people who likely think they've got their shit together. I'm Kristen Clark, a former registered nurse, mother of four boys, wife, entrepreneur, and an unapologetically real woman. This podcast will likely have my children's voices in the background while I get real with my fellow moms, entrepreneurs, and friends. I invite you to join this journey and to never forget, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. Hello, friends. Today, I'm going to tap into something that may seem incredibly obvious, but in actuality, it causes a lot of pause and even frustration within our business. All right, here it is, guys. It's a juicy nugget to start off our day. You are only capable of controlling how you show up. I know what you're likely thinking right now after hearing that statement. You're probably thinking, okay, Duh, I know that. But guys, it's no secret that we often live out our day in a reactive manner and not a proactive one, meaning we don't show up, period. It's that obvious. I'm going to give you a little backstory here. I'm going to take, take this and give it some perspective. In my prior working life, I worked on the ICU floor of a local hospital as a nurse. And as many of my fellow nurses know, oh, so well, our job goes way beyond wiping butts and giving medication. Our job is often to sit with our patients, give deep and caring hugs to family members, rejoice in those wins, and yes, wipe butts. I will never forget one particular family. I had an urgent admin arrive on the floor after the ER had stabilized this gentleman. His family had arrived and naturally they were in a state of shock, all except one young lady. After I did all the necessary things to make sure that my patient was safe and stable, I had an opportunity to speak with this young woman. She was my age and at the time I was in my late 20s. She was thin, but a healthy thin. She almost looked annoyed to be at the hospital. And okay, sometimes it is annoying. I'll give you that. But she pulled me aside and she asked me one very poignant question that to this day gives me great pause and concern. She said, why? Why don't you people teach proactive healthcare. All right. So I knew that when she said you people, she meant the health industry as a whole and not me personally. And I was not offended at all. In fact, her question is incredibly valid and one that we really should be thinking more about. I remember looking at her trying to be calm and saying something to the effect of, ma'am, I I wish I had an answer for you. I wish people knew the importance of what they do to their bodies on a daily basis and that it'll catch up with them, whether that's good or bad. And it's at times like this when, when, and then I had to ask her relation to the patient because I wasn't sure. She told me that the patient was her father. And I paused 
like a long pause because I realized that she could be me. That could be me looking at my father after having a heart attack. That could be me asking why the obvious things aren't taught. But I continued on with my statement and I simply said something along these lines. It's times like this when someone is hurting that we not look at the past, but we go and be present with them. We hug them. We be with them. And when he's healthy, maybe that would be a better time to broach the subject of being more proactive. But for now, you've got to take baby steps. And right now, he needs you. Let's fast forward just a couple days later. This gentleman um, I had later learned after reading in his chart had been admitted with a heart attack. He had COPD, was on the verge of being obese. And I would later learn from him that he had been dealing with feelings of hopelessness and abandonment from his own family. While in the room with him after his surgery, he asked me if I was the same nurse who was with him when he arrived on the floor. I said, of course, it was me. He then just asked me a series of questions about how he was doing, medication, things of that nature. And I happily answered all of his questions. And as I was about to leave, as I do with many of my patients, I pat them on the leg or on their shoulder, hold their hand, and I ask them if there's anything else I can do for them. I will never forget. He smiled at me and he said, Kristen, I don't think you realize how much of a blessing you are to people like me. My daughter has been harping on me to change my ways for so long, and I didn't really want to listen. I know that she spoke to you. I have no idea what you said to her, but she's only left my side to go sleep at home and to grab a bite to eat. Thank you. Really, honestly, thank you. Now, I'm not exactly sure what I said after this, but I'm sure I thanked him for his kind words. And I remember later that day, his daughter arrived and she made a beeline for me at the nurse's station. And I am not going to lie here. I honestly thought she was going to rip me up one side and down the other. Because guys, as you know, as a nurse, or if you are married to somebody who's a nurse or have a neighbor who's a nurse, it's no secret that we get yelled at, we get punched, we get spit on, we've been thrown up on. Guys, I've even had patients grab my butt. Like it's just the part of the job, you know, like I'm, I'm there to take care of you. And in that process, you're probably going to be sick. I mean, let's be real, but she didn't. She handed me a cup of coffee and said, thank you. I was so mad the other day and I made her realize that being mad at her father and forcing her ways wasn't what he needed. What he needed was her. He needed her to just show up. She needs to walk alongside of them and be there for him. And she thanked me for that. Whoa, guys, that's huge. And I remember when this gentleman was discharged, he hugged me, 
His daughter hugged me. His wife hugged me and thanked me. And later on, I realized that he had left a note in his room that had my name on it. And it was just a little a little note that just had thanked me for taking care of him and nurturing him and uh, left their family contact info and requested that I keep in contact with them. I did. I actually kept in contact with them for many years and just, you know, over time, we've lost touch. But I will tell you that the last update that I had from this beautiful family was that he had lost a significant amount of weight. He had picked up running and he had become a grandfather. I share this story with you to inspire you. You are only capable of controlling one thing, how you choose to show up in life, in business, in your relationships. There's so much you can't control like people or the weather or politics. I mean, guys, yeah, you can influence all of those things for sure. Absolutely. But overall, we can't control any of it. Because if we could, it wouldn't be snowing outside right now. I'd be sitting on a beach sipping, I don't know, some fruity cocktail. But I'm not. I can't control that. We can't control what our coaching clients are doing, what our downlines are doing, deals that we're trying to make, and so many other aspects of business. For the love, we cannot control the algorithms in social media. I don't care how much you beg for their secret sauce. They're not going to give it to you. (laughs) And we just have to constantly be in flux and try and figure it out. I want you to realize that when you live in the space of trying to control all the things, you're actually holding yourself back. You're creating a block. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing this, but it's straight up self-sabotage. Yikes. I don't like that. And I have a feeling it probably isn't sitting well with you either. We can control ourselves though right? I mean, think about it. We can stress over all the things, but ultimately our efforts are useless. When we take the time to control how we show up, how we grow and how we move forward, it's only then that we begin to see real growth and forward motion in business, in life, in those relationships. So how do you choose to show up? Ask yourself that question. Pause for just a moment and ask yourself, how am I choosing to show up? Take a moment and get crystal clear. I mean, crystal clear on your intentions, on your business, on your health, on your marriage, on your friendships, on your kids. Be really clear on how you choose to respond. Remember, we're often living a life of reactivity. We are constantly questioning ourselves. How will this be perceived? Will people like it? Will people be inspired? 
Or maybe it's something as simple as just comparing yourself to others. Those are all reactive elements. I want you to jot this down because it's literally something that will change the trajectory of your business. I I promise. Are you ready? Maybe you should text it to yourself. Pause this. Send yourself an email. Some way I want you to read this and reflect on it. One of the most important things that you can do for yourself is to be proactive. Be a person who is proactive in every aspect of your life, your health, your business, those relationships. Be proactive. I want you to be intentional with your thoughts, thinking and learning and leaning into the question of how do I want to show up? Now let's move into a practical application for just a hot second. Think about that story I just shared about my ICU patient, beautiful family, truly beautiful family. And if they're listening, I would love to reconnect with you. Remember how I said that you can't control anything, but you can be absolutely unequivocally influenced by it. That story that I shared about how I said one thing influenced that family positively. But only you can control these things and how you show up. I influenced that family, but they chose to show up, to do the work, to manifest their goals. This is no different than perhaps you've got coaching clients or um, business endeavors that you're in, you can provide those people with all of the tools. Think of physical tools, like you're giving a mechanic, you know, you've got a mechanic working on your car. They need physical tools, wrenches and screwdrivers and whatever else you need to fix a car. You can give all of those to a mechanic. But ultimately, if that mechanic doesn't pick up those tools and use them, your car isn't going to be fixed. It's just not. So think about how you control certain aspects of your life. How do you show up? How do you do the work? You can control how much sleep you get and what you put in, on, or around your body to provide it with optimal health, right? Okay, so I'm going to pause for just a moment because I'm going to keep things real. I am really good at knowing what I'm putting in, on, and around my body. I like to eat really, really clean, but I also enjoy the occasional sweet treat. Not going to sugarcoat that at all all. I mean, yes, you should probably sugarcoat it. And yes, I probably will eat it, but that's okay. Because for the vast majority of the time, I'm giving my body good quality water, good quality, nutrient dense foods. I'm moving my body. And as a result, I sleep better. I have better, more level emotions. My husband will confirm that. And I have honored a commitment to myself. I have shown up for myself. 
And in this moment, as you're listening, perhaps you're thinking of ways that you could grow or show up. And I want you to be the architect of your life and intentionally show up. The hardest part sometimes is just showing up. But guys, the more you show up, the more natural it'll feel and the more you'll grow. Simply showing up makes the biggest difference. If you have kids, let's just think about this for a moment. If you've got kids, you know the look on your child's face the moment they see you in the bleachers at their baseball game or when you're at their recital and they look out and they peek behind that curtain and they make eye contact with you. You know that moment. You have that connection. Sure, you might have to step away for a moment to take a call or whatever it might be, but you're there and you've shown up and you have made your kids day. You are intentionally showing up. Now think about your business or your sales call or that meeting. Are you intentionally showing up for that? Are you putting up blog posts? Are you going into that meeting with an abundance of things to show that you're serious about whatever you're pitching or whatever you've got going on? Are you being intentional? Are you showing up? Now let's, let's move a little bit farther beyond this. Let's go about how you choose to show up in whatever fashion you can. I want you to be authentic and show up. I feel like I can't say that enough. When you're authentic and you actually show up, it's pretty freaking incredible. So as I close this podcast, I'm going to leave you with this thought for the day. How can you add more value to your clients? How can you show up for them with great intention? for tuning in today. One of my favorite things on this planet is to hear from you. I love when you pop into my inbox or social media and tell me how you manifested your dream. That inspires me. It motivates me and it encourages me to keep sharing and doing all the things. I would be honored if you would click that little subscribe button, followed me on social media, or even emailed me directly. I hope today's show brought you joy, made you laugh, and helped you understand that no matter how you take action on your goal, it's going to be imperfect, but it's going to be beautiful, and it will be 100% yours.